Cool. So today we're going to do another episode of one of our podcasts. And today Jen McCauley is going to join us and talk to us a little bit about her day to day and stuff like that. But, you know, we don't get to see each other in all the branches so much. I know it seems kind of silly for us to do introductions, but I thought maybe you'd want to introduce yourself, tell everybody kind of yeah. what your role is here. And sure, I'd background. be happy to. Um, Jen McCauley, I've been with the company for 11 years can line it up with my anniversary date yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, technically I'm a marketing director here uh, I think for me that means a lot of different things and we'll get into that uh, in a little bit but really it's about telling our story and um, letting our customers and consumers know um, who we are and what we're about as a team yeah. so that's something I take a lot of pride in okay mm -hmm. so I guess marketing is kind of your primary goal right or role yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, we can focus on marketing today. Yeah. So how did you kind of fall into that role or, or decide to pursue that mostly? Um, when I was in high school, I took a photography class and it really opened my eyes to that creative side, um, mm -hmm. capturing moments in time and eventually it evolved into trying to use pictures to tell a story. And I grew up um, in a pest control company myself. My dad owned a company in Washington State, right. Eden Advanced Pest Technologies. And um, that passion for creativity and photography, um, along with a little bit of um, business leadership, mm -hmm. um, kind of led me to step into his company with him and, and learn a lot from, um, from his experiences and how to grow a company. And so I helped manage the call center there, but then I really did step into how do we look at a marketing plan and, and how do we try to grow a business in the different communities that we're in. And so that kind of creativity and storytelling, along with a lot of passion for wanting to do a good job for my family and, yeah. and tell our story, um, I guess evolved into marketing. Yeah, so it's definitely a passion then, not just like a niche you had to fill to get things done type approach. Yeah, I actually thought I was gonna be a teacher. Um, yeah. I, I knew I liked marketing, but I, I lived in a town where I didn't think I would make a lot of money doing marketing. Yeah. And um, so I went to school to be a teacher and then that, it really just changed fast and I, I stepped in to just temporarily help my dad and, and that turned into a long-term commitment. Um, that's where I met Justin, hey, working yeah. in the industry and one thing led to another and here I am yeah, in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems to be working out pretty good. It's so. going really well so far. So, um, sorry, that's awkward. No, um, not at all. So yeah, it's definitely a, a passionate thing. I am really passionate about what we do as a company, about who we are and how each person plays a role in our story. And so I like getting to be a person who um, shares that story with others. Yeah, so what you're, you're talking about people's stories, but there's so much that goes into marketing. Like probably a lot of people don't even associate that. They think marketing like a logo and a business card, but telling stories to get the word out what we're about building relationships and that's a whole different perspective that probably a lot of people don't even consider that goes into marketing yeah um, and you'll have to I could I could probably blab quite a bit so you'll keep me on track on what's interesting and what's not but certainly all the way from um, so recruiting used to be a really big uh, part of my role bringing people in that we thought were gonna fit into the culture and how to um, market to potential um, new team members mm -hmm how to um, make sure what we say to promote to new people, um, we're actually doing in terms yeah. of implementing and processes and, and just how we live our culture. Um, so that 
marketing concept, I guess, has been implemented in many different ways. Mm -hmm. So you might think Facebook when you think marketing, but really marketing to potential uh, team members through mm -hmm. Indeed and, and making recruiting calls to make sure that they fit and fulfill what we uh, aspire them to be um, to help tell our story really yeah. well. So, so yeah, I think it's, it's a fun process that we can apply over and over in different ways. Yeah, I think that's interesting that, uh, again, a lot of people don't realize you're marketing internally to get our, our message out, to keep people on track and uh, build our own internal relationships, not just out in the public. Yeah. So that's a different perspective probably a lot of people don't realize. So, so, um, so I've been doing this a while and marketing strategies, when I, I thought this topic came up, I can think back about how our strategies were Yellow Pages. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote you, that down. You, you, wrote, you made these ridiculous costs to get your name put in a certain part in the phone book. Yes. And then you start thinking about all the different strategies that have happened since then. Yes. So, I mean, I imagine you've got some really s stories to tell since you've been doing it for so long. Of You had to kind of change the avenue that you went probably many times over and over. Yeah, certainly. Just, I mean, as much as you have on the technical side uh, with what products are, you know, considered um, EPA recognized and everything we constantly evolving so yellow pages certainly used to be a go-to marketing mm -hmm. strategy or tactic I should say and um, has been a fun transition I guess um, watching that generation of consumers and how they change what they look to to find new businesses and and how they find businesses that they trust and so yellow pages kind of was um, I guess that was the go-to back then. It was the go-to. I know I'm trying to find the most appropriate way to say it was yeah. dying out. And how do you take what you were investing and relying in? And at one point could predict, Hey, if we're going to spend this much money in yellow pages, we should expect this many leads out mm -hmm. of it. And you stopped being able to predict, have so much predictability with yellow pages. And so as soon as your budget starts to be less accountable, you have to make a change. Yeah. And for our whole industry, leaving yellow pages was really hard you have some people who still like they have still their do. fingers yeah. to you know yeah. death gripped into um yellow pages but you, now you really have a lot more digital shift um and we're looking a lot more towards pay-per-click you have um, paid facebook advertising and things like that and i don't know that we've ever found anything that is um, as predictable as yellow pages used to be at one time so you're, we're constantly adjusting yeah. i mean now that people are shifting more to like youtube and hulu do you um do more digital tv ads yeah. versus you know what we used to do just cable tv ads or uh, can you expand on what pay-per-click is yes so pay-per-click um is through any search engine um primarily Google, but really any search engine has uh, pay-per-click opportunities. When you type in um, Pest Control Arkansas, or I have rats in Bryant, or whatever keywords that you use, the companies that come up are the search results for that um, specific keyword phrase. Um, pay-per-click is you pay to come up for certain search terms. So usually if you've done a search, maybe the top three are gonna be paid. 
you'll see like on a local listing or something, mm -hmm. you'll know those are organic and it's just because we might do really well here in Bryant because our address is in Bryant. So mm -hmm. we'll come up on Google Maps organically. We don't have an office in Litterock. So we might spend more money in Litterock to try to find potential customers who yeah. are looking for pest control in their area. So you're literally having to pay to get your name to come up at the top of the list so yes. hopefully people will click on it. Yes. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Now you're having to uh, put those dollars into, there's so many different avenues, you know? So right. I, I think, I remember one time I listened to uh, Pandora mm -hmm. and um, you know, those commercials come up in the middle of Pandora and I'm like, hey, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. where do you put all, I mean, to make the decisions to come up with these strategies it has to be pretty complex. You know, there's only so many dollars you can spend on, on all yes, this, you know? Yes, certainly. And um, so we, similar to how you find the best practices for how we train or how we utilize equipment and products. Um, we participate in um, our industry mm -hmm. uh, association and so I'm on a lot of different um, committees that talk about marketing and what, what's um, the best way to get lead flow right now. What's the best? So there's branding um, mm -hmm. that's harder to, to track actual, like if I spend this, I'll get this many leads. But if I spend this, I know a lot of people will know who we are. Yeah. So it's harder to track branding. Um, but and I digress. So, <laughs> There's so, so you, many you branches actually, that we can start to go you off. You actually of, separate branding and marketing and, and so technically yeah. you could do branding, marketing and advertising, um, or marketing could encompass both branding and advertising. Um, depending on how you look at yeah. it. But so I'm on the, uh, the MPMA, the National Pest Management Association's Marketing Committee. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on the Quality Pro Committee um, or Board of Directors. And so all of these different ways that we network with other businesses um, in our industry help mm -hmm. us to collaborate, come up with ideas, um, look at industry benchmarks. What are other companies doing that's working really well for yeah. them? What's a good return on investment? Um, so. So I know I always, if I, if I have an idea, but I need to bounce it around, um, I can pretty much call uh, a handful of other businesses that I trust that we can, that we can have conversations yeah. about. How fortunate is that, that we're engaged, like you were saying, in my role, but yes. it, being able to have the access to people that maybe have, are in huge markets or have failed and learned from it, and we can learn from their failures yeah. and Yeah, I think that's successes. one thing that's always been one of our, uh, a, important value to us is learning and growing and never stopping um, that development and growth and the best way we can do that is by being leaders in our industry I yeah. think and, and being part of the associations that are out there and uh, resources for us. So, so I, I'm, I'm obviously learning because to me I, I felt like marketing was like all-encompassing of our logo and our trucks and yes. it, it's really kind of it's own little silos or can be in its own silos yeah sometimes it's like organized chaos i guess yeah. it, so you could say i would i would work on anything that has um has something to do with our logo reputation management trying to make sure that um it, from business cards to truck wraps to website design yeah. everything's looking really consistent the more consistent we are the more that our trucks look like our facebook page looks like our you know website the more people can feel like we are credible and what we say has, um, sorry, is uh, trustworthy and gives them a good feeling and um, that just that sense of consistency can mean that we're going to do what we say we're going to yeah. do. So, um, well, so yeah, there's a lot of 
different pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. Just like anybody else. When you job. break <laughs> it down and think about uh, every logo, the, everything we have our logo on, I mean, you, you help design our email signatures at the end of our emails with yes. our pictures and all. I mean, there's so much that goes into yeah. marketing and, and the role that you follow. So, yes. There's a lot to that. Yeah, typically I'll try to just uh, take a step back if I feel a little overwhelmed with all the different things on the to do list, right? You know, sometimes we just end up with a lot of things we need to check off our list. Is what I'm doing right now really impacting our bottom line? Is it helping us achieve our growth goal as a company? Yeah. Um, and then has anybody specifically asked me for something that will help them be successful on their uh, either branch goals or individual uh, personal goals? So um, I'm constantly trying to shift and adjust my level of priority. Um, so what with that, well, with that comment you just said that if someone has an idea they think may help them in their market or in their route or their day to day. Yes. I mean, you'd be open to, hey, let's talk about that. Always, yes. Um, I know um, Bobby's come to me several times. Hey, what should we do about uh, a door hanger? Um, and so usually I can come up with a couple of draft options of a design and mm -hmm. say like, is this what you had in mind? What do you think? Or we might already have something and it might just need to be tweaked. I know Matt Snyder just reached out and he's um, got a, a Terminix account who's wanting to know more about IPM approach. Yeah. And so we already have some information about that, but now we need to uh, rebrand it to the co-brand. And um, so, uh, so yes, I'm, I'm here for yeah, your needs. That's awesome. <laughs> Am I being awkward? No. Not at all. Um, so I, we really didn't get into the budget, but to think about all the stuff you have to kind of keep up with, mm -hmm. and then how do you niche out a little bit of revenue to make all that happen is, I mean, how does that work? Um, it's all really based around growth, right? The more we grow, the more opportunity you have to, to market. and It really is. Um, and so like I can say, there might be some years where we really need to um, take a step back and make sure we're getting the return that we need. And if we aren't, then we're not gonna, you know, we can't waste a penny kind of a mm -hmm. thing. So we might be a little bit more conservative um, and work on things internally to help with a little bit more organic growth. Um, we, it, it really does depend on what we say as a company is our growth goal when it comes down to it. So 2021, I'm really excited. We have some aggressive growth goals. Um, we know from 2020 that despite some really, you know, major obstacles, COVID, um, we yeah. can overcome them and we can grow when we thought we couldn't. And so I'm excited about the growth goals we've come up with for 2021. Um, we are going to get pretty aggressive with how marketing supports everybody um, in the company and, and their individual goals and how that'll. So, I mean, we've got the company goals and how do we make sure that each branch is um getting what they need so that each technician is getting what they right. need you know it goes as long as we're all in alignment and we all know what the goal is so that's the other part so the internal marketing does everyone know what the goal is so am i doing a good job of getting emails out are we as a marketing uh, or sorry as a steering team and management team um saying all the things in all the ways that we can to make sure everyone's really clear about what right. the goals are and then how do we support those goals and make sure that we give everyone every opportunity to be as successful yeah. as possible so sounds so simple doesn't it oh my goodness so easy <laughs> so we are looking at a new website for 2021 it's kind of been stagnant because we really did last year focus on um, social media so we have instagram and facebook and we really just wanted to focus on telling the story on a more um cost effective way so mm -hmm. social media is mostly free you do have to pay for things to align with their algorithms and get favored um and shown 
you know, more widespread, yeah. I guess. There's so many things pulling at everybody's attention yeah. now that it's, yeah, it's a deep, uh, deep water to get into to yeah. try to get yourself in front of people. Yeah, I mean, the other obstacles that we've had or opportunities, I should say, that I'm excited about is we've, you know, we've been in Tulsa now for mm -hmm. a year. Um, we've been in Northwest Arkansas, but I'm excited to see a little bit more advertising spend there to, um, to support that branch. And so there's some things where we might um, not change a whole lot in some of the markets that we're already doing really well, but how can we shift the spend to some of the areas who uh, need a little more love and attention yeah, as we grow? That is exciting. Yeah. So, well, I think one message that we need to uh, talk about is that with all that effort that you're doing, that that's really just getting us the opportunity many times i mean it's it's uh, it'd be nice if everybody that called or we got in front of said oh yeah i saw your marketing i want to start service today yeah you know? yeah it doesn't really work that way yeah so i think at some point we started there's so many things we could talk about and so like i said we can branch out but one of the things we started talking about was how do we make choices um so all the way through pest pack we can pull lead reports we can see you know what city um got what leads and from where did they come mm -hmm. and so we can say gosh you know radio sounds really cool everybody thinks we should do radio but radio is really expensive yeah. and you don't end up getting a lot of leads from it it mm -hmm. doesn't drive revenue it drives brand awareness so people might think of macaulay services if they remember that they heard from yeah. us on the radio but that's how we help make those decisions on what's the most cost effective uh, way to spend the marketing mm -hmm. budget so um certainly the closing percentage is what we look at when we look at the lead report. So not only how did they come to us, but how did we handle those opportunities? Yeah. And so we are hoping that we stay at around a 65% closing rate um, and it's higher. So yeah. that we're, we know that we're closing as many opportunities and, as we and can. So again, as a team, you're, you're getting us that opportunity and the tech though or the people that are out in the field really the ones that many times have to make that happen or the office right when they call and yeah. so you're getting the phone to ring or you're getting people to ask questions but then we have to do our part to kind of seal the deal and, and get the client started on service yeah one of the other things that come with that is so like are we being as easy to communicate with as possible there are a lot of people who don't even want to pick up a phone call anymore right yeah. they want to text or they want to use a web chat feature so does our website have the chat feature that's the most user-friendly mm -hmm. so always looking at technology um, and how we use technology to um, communicate with both our existing customers um, to make sure we're getting payments and credit card updated, you know, all the things. And then um, how are we as easy and as fast as possible to respond to anybody who's sending an inquiry online? Yeah. Um, so um, I'm getting a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> I really think we've covered a lot of information. Okay. You could obviously. And you and you have done full presentations on this topic. So, anything, any other points you want to kind of drive home? Um, I could just probably. I don't think I finished answering answering your question about what can we do um, to make the most of the opportunities that we have. So the, the goal really is that the call center can be a one stop uh, resource of information. So if a new customer has any questions, that we should be able to answer anything and provide appropriate pricing and recommendations for those customers. And then um, to that point. A technician who goes out to a stop should have like a slam dunk is, right. is our goal are we perfect now we're human and, and we don't always get those slam dunks but what I would hope from um, a sales or technician side is if you get out to opportunities you're noticing a trend that customers really aren't um, hearing the minimum pricing part so I feel like I can't 
um, increase the price when it needs to be increased. Mm -hmm. You know, those kinds of conversations. Those yeah. are things Derek and I need to know so that we can improve the scripting and the, and the process in which people are um, starting to sign up for new services. Yeah. So we always want it to be profitable. We want it to be as easy as possible for technicians. We want our, their, you know, every sales technician or sales every technician to be able to hit their sales goals successfully yeah. so that aligns you know, with the overall company goal as well. Right. So um, just having conversations about um, what we need to do better for you when you're in the field at a new opportunity. Um, all of that is really welcomed and appreciated when you can give feedback on what we can do better. But biggest thing is never waste an opportunity, right? Yeah. So if you just say, when can I start service? Or what would it take to earn your business? Yeah. Just that one simple liner. It's a big one, yeah. I think it, um, the other thing, I shouldn't forget reviews. I know we've had mm, a focus yeah. on reviews. Um, so if you can ask for reviews, we're, we are asking most um, Platinum Plus and Gold customers for reviews after they've had a service. Um, but the more that we can get technicians in the field asking um, people who they have a relationship with, mm -hmm. um, who, you know, might have seen them more than one time. They have a little bit more pull, and if they ask for reviews, we might have a little bit more success rate there. Those reviews, um, so marketing tactics change over time, but really finding people through referrals is one of the biggest ways that we can grow yeah. because people trust what other people have to sure, say who have yeah. used us. So um, helping with reviews would be another great way that everyone that's can a, make Again, that's another aspect that just you know 20 years ago was not really yes. It was the Better Business Bureau back then. Yes. You had to pick up a phone and call and say, Or you yeah, called your neighbor you called your neighbor. And yeah. so I think that's the other important thing not to forget is we do have a referral program. So mm -hmm. if you've got somebody who thinks they want to use us but for some reason um, there's you know, don't forget that they we can push a referral program. Well you can always save um, I think it's seventy five dollars off your next service if you or you get a free next service if you get somebody who signs up with an ongoing um, yeah. service. I just came up in training the other day, so Good. yeah, people are thinking about it, but I, I don't think it's on everybody's mind. So right. that's a that's a good message. Yeah, to get back the referral program has always been pretty effective when people know about it. Yeah. Um, and then always remembering our caring pillar, and um, if that's if it comes down to choosing us over another company, knowing that we have a caring pillar that we care about giving back in our community mm -hmm. um, and being able to share that with anybody who's asking why they should choose us over someone else. Yeah, so, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. I think that was a great topic. I think we're kind of bumping up. You're are you tired? Of not, not at all. <laughs> I got uh, more. I, I know go. you do, but <laughs> I think hopefully it opened the eyes uh, and minds to uh, everyone that watches kind of what all this goes into marketing, make this thing run. So. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to, to sit down with us. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. If anyone has questions or ideas in your community on things I can do, um, I'm here. All right. Here for you. Sounds good. Thanks. <laughs>